Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the MNTV and your match preview show ahead of Liverpool taking on Toulouse in the Europa League on Thursday night at Anfield. My name is Dan Club. I'm joined by Dom and Scott over there. How are we doing, gentlemen? You okay? I'm doing all right, yeah. Mm, good, good, yeah, good, good, good. Looking forward to this one? Yeah, we're all good? Yeah. Happy? Yeah. This is my first pre-match show. So. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Looking forward to this. Oh, good. And this is your second show? This is my show second one, yeah. I yeah. Cover, cover the Everton one, so yeah, hopefully, right, yeah. hopefully it's a little bit of good luck me doing this yeah. before the game. Well, your debut can't have been too bad. Yeah, you it, it weren't too bad. Got a, little, got a little bit of shit about the uh, Jota. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. I did see that. I also saw you defending yourself, and yeah. rightly so. And there, there I got your point. There was actually one thing in the second half where I think Harvey Elliott, he's, he's whipped the ball into Jota, and it's gone about two inches above his head. And if that was Nunes, like my point, I think Nunes probably heads that in, you know. <laughs> We're not so, going down there. We're not so, going down that rabbit I've got to again. defend myself. That's where I get the chance. Um, yeah, and of course, welcome to all the people in the YouTube comments and the chat. Uh, more Al Argo gets us going. One of our members there says, Hi all, hello mate, hope you're well. And 811YT says, Dan's got the shorts on, we're in for a good show. Well, I always have shorts on. Um, shorts weather is a state of mind, as I always say. Um, so yeah, let's get stuck into it. And it's glorious out there in Liverpool at the moment as well. So yeah, Liverpool taking on to lose Europa League. We just come back off the press conference, Jurgen Klopp and Curtis Jones spoke about 20 odd minutes ago both brilliant by the way I advise people to check out Curtis Jones especially thought he spoke really well on quite a few interesting topics um, but obviously there was also <coughs> team news a little bit of fitness updates not in particularly positive from a Liverpool perspective um, no Thiago nor Pachetic for us so that brings us on to what we think is going to happen then. Dom, I'll come to you first, mate. Are you expecting, we've seen a fair amount of sort of rotation and resting lads and that sort of stuff so far in Europa League. Mm. Are you expecting that to continue? Because this little run of fixtures now, albeit really important, are quite favourable for Liverpool. But do you think Jurgen Klopp will still sort of box clever of what he's trying to do? Yeah, I think from the start of the season when he has rotated, it's actually looked like we've got an actual decent second side to put out with a couple of players from the first 11. Um, we haven't had that luxury, let's say, in the past, have we? We've sort of had maybe 14 players that you could probably say you could pick from. Now we've probably got two two teams and, you know, it's it's good to see it. So hopefully, you know, he does rotate the team. There's seven games now before the international break and then a massive one against City. So rotate it now. Make sure we get some minutes in the other players, you know, because we never know what will happen on international duty. We've seen it with Robbo, haven't we? Mm. So, you know, fingers crossed it goes well. But yeah, rotate it and 
let the lads have a chance let's be honest yeah absolutely yeah, you mentioned Robert there Jürgen Klopp did also say that his surgery went well and as, as well as could have possibly been expected so that's a positive to come from it um, Ashley Fifth also so happy Jones is doing presses and we can see him growing up on and off the pitch I absolutely agree with you there my mate um, Scott like Vliza Don really do you expect to see some change for this one I think it's an interesting one at left back in particular because obviously we mentioned mm-hmm. Andy Robertson being out that means Stimacas is going to be getting a lot of footy do you then now he's your first choice left back do you have to sort of rotate him and you bring maybe a Luke Chambers in somebody younger somebody like that who can give him a little bit of a break it ch- kind of changes the dynamic a little bit doesn't it no I think it definitely does but obviously Simicast only just recently coming back into the side I think he needs minutes at the same time and a game a game like tomorrow I think it's, it's probably perfect for him to to get another maybe 60 65 something like that um, then take him off bring one of the younger lads on um, but yeah I feel like tomorrow you, you've sort of got to go with possibly this the weakest team that could win the game sort of thing there are there are although they're favorable fixtures there's still a lot of fixtures coming up mm-hmm. um especially playing on the thursday night now and then going to a sunday sometimes last year we'd be playing on a tuesday and then we might not be playing till the sunday again so just with that short time frame in between we've definitely got to rotate especially at anfield and and yeah some of the lads who need minutes um Kanate again coming back into the side on Saturday I'd give him another 60 Mm. Um, even Gravenberch um, just get a a few more minutes in their legs give him 60 um, and then when you look at it, the next Europa League game, then then you could probably give a few of the younger lads minutes to get some points on the board first. Yeah, it's interesting that, and there is that sort of edge to it as well because you do want to get the group wrapped up as quickly as possible. And this double header with Toulouse presents the perfect opportunity to do that because Toulouse have won one, I think they beat last one, they only drew with Union yeah. in the other fixture, so they yeah. are second. <laughs> so for Liverpool, Dom, if we do win tomorrow night, beat them in France, all of a sudden you're through probably top of the group, done and dusted. And like Scott says, mm. you can really rotate then, you can bring the young lads in then so do you think there will be an inclination or a, an urge for Jürgen Klopp to go a little bit stronger than you might expect tomorrow night because of that because like I say these look like the second challenges to Liverpool potentially so will he be thinking okay let's just kill this off now yeah these look like probably the second best team in the group let's be honest but it's not a it's not a heavy group is it you know it's, that's not flattering for anyone um, but yeah like Scott just mentioned yeah maybe he will go with stronger players just to just to let's say cement that top place because you know you can't. I kind of feel like we beat these tomorrow night then it's done it's done mm-hmm. and dusted because you know we're hardly going to drop many points to the other teams in the group so there is minutes that need to be done for players I agree with the Timic I shout mm-hmm. um, at first I was thinking about Chambers whether he'd come in but maybe it's too much too soon with him being injured as well for the international break and things yeah. so um, yeah I'd kind of like to see Simicast play 50-60 minutes 55-60 minutes bring the young lads on give them some experience at Anfield but not overwhelming soon soon very interesting James is back fit I went to the academy <coughs> on Sunday and he played yeah, against Benfica B and looked good as well yeah, actually Joel Conter played in that game as well for what it's worth and they both looked brilliant they both played 45 minutes as well which was interesting because they both come off at half yeah. time and you think well maybe they're getting lined up for some mm. minutes in midweek um, you touched on the midfield there Scott I'll come to back to you on that because it's a really interesting one. I've seen Elliot come off the bench in the derby, does really well off the bench in the derby. He'll be clamouring for more minutes mm-hmm. here. Endo probably needs some minutes under yeah. his belt as well if we mm-hmm. are going to see anything of him. But Curtis Jones is kind of the ace in the pack a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to Liverpool. We've seen him do the press conference, which does suggest he will be starting the game, yeah. of course. But the fact that he's suspended for one more game, I think I'm right in saying, domestically, yeah. that kind of means he's a shoe in to start, doesn't it? Yeah, no, 100%. Um... I think Curtis every time he's played this year he's looked like he's got a bit about him I think we're finally seeing the development in the player um, that we've sort of been yeah. crying out for over the last few years so 100% he's got to play um, 
Again, yeah, Endo needs his minutes. We've not seen much of him, to be honest. I think did he come off the bench? Who did we play away last time? Was it Lask away we played last? And we have had Lask come, away. Yeah, he come, off, come off the bench. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he needs his minutes at the same time. But yeah, again, Elliot, nice little cameo. I think all these all these players that are just on that right on the verge of of the starting eleven, like like Elliot, like Curtis. I think mm. this is the time you've you've got to give them the minutes. So maybe. Bring Endo on a little bit later in the game, and for me, I would play Gravenberch again, give him sixty, because yeah. um, he he was brilliant on Saturday. But again, it's minutes in the legs. You you can't replicate match fitness. You can't replicate playing games. You can you can train as much as you want, but yeah, yeah you, you need to give these players minutes. The Gravenberch minutes thing is really interesting, actually. And we won't <coughs> dwell on it too much right now, but the fact he hardly played for Bayern Munich yeah. it's kind of it's stunted him in his yeah. Liverpool career because you can see in games now he's getting tired after sort of the hour yeah. mark he hasn't completed 90 minutes yet to that yeah. point but he is getting visibly sort of knackered as the game goes on like yeah. he was brilliant for half an hour I thought in the Merseyside derby he thought he absolutely lit the game up thought he was unbelievable but all of a sudden he kind of faded and that is because his match fitness just isn't yeah. there so there will be a temptation to do what you're saying and go again with him but it'll be interesting to see I'm um, just popping to the comments quickly Ashley Frith says I think could maybe trial Gomez at left back I think he wants to see if he could challenge Simicast Defo good for the box roll on the left yeah obviously I think we've seen that on the weekend a little bit and he did reference that when speaking about who could replace Robertson as well so that's an interesting shout and Sam Whitwell says, any chance of Scott joining the team permanently? Top bloke. That's nice, isn't it? Isn't it nice to be nice, everyone? Um, nice yeah. one, Sam. Yeah, Cheers, mate. Top man. That did cross my mind as well, yeah, but I wasn't going to go there. I'm glad you said it. Um, no, very nice. Nice people. Um, I want to touch on the front line. I'm going to come back, circle right back around a little bit later and get your predicted 11s from you. But just generally on the front line then, <clears throat> I come to you, Dom. It's interesting again because there's a little caveat in here, and it's a bit of an annoying one for me. And anyone watching this or listening will know I absolutely love Ben Doak. Mm. He's probably going to be out. He's still got this slight muscle concern. Mm. We haven't had any update on it, but it does look like he's going to be out still. Does that mean we're going to see Mohamed Salah from the start of the Europa League game? Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Uh, Doak's probably the only one I'd put there. I've, I kind of feel like when you when you have a jotter out there, it just doesn't seem to work. It wouldn't surprise me if Elliot goes out there, maybe, and then bring Gavin Birch into the middle. Um, you know, Elliot's a decent option, definitely from that side. He can cut in. He can, you know, his technique's brilliant. Um, not obviously similar in pace, but mm. he can also play in that position. Um, I wouldn't like to see Salah start. Definitely not. He's playing every game, every minute, pretty much. And you know, if he goes out the team, then where do the goals come from? I think it's a bit of a dangerous move to play probably a top player in that game. However. It wouldn't surprise me if he starts. No, it's a difficult one. I'm actually in the camp of putting Elliot out there because I think you get mm. minutes into Elliot, albeit not in his favourite position, or the position we're going to see more of him in. Yeah. But it means you do that whilst also addressing some of the midfield issues because mm -hmm. it feels like you've got lads to point your sort of Gravenberch moment earlier. You've got lads chomping at the bits playing the midfield. You've got yeah. Curtis Jones there, you've got Ender, you've got Gravenberch, you probably need some minutes, etc., mm -hmm. etc. Et but you haven't got that in the right wing role. So I'd just go Elliot out there, do a job for us, mate, if you can. Um, Sam Cross mentions Gakpo. Um, he is back and available. Yeah. Um, obviously trained last week, but didn't actually make the Master squad for the derby. But according to Jürgen Klopp today, he is available for tomorrow. So he's an interesting caveat on that. Um, Scott, when it comes to the right wing, mate, I'll come to you on it. What do you see him doing there? Do you think there is a possibility he goes with Elliot or do you think it's just Salah? I, th I think for us, we, we all would probably rather see Elliot there, give Salah a rest. But I think Salah's hunger for goals, yeah, I don't think Salah would ever turn away a minute of playing football. He just loves to be on the pitch. He loves to be scoring goals. So, yeah, I think there'll be a conversation between Salah and Klopp about 
where he goes with that um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me to see Salah start tomorrow as much as all us the risk of injury mm-hmm. and all that we need him we need him back for the Prem but yeah it, it wouldn't surprise me to see him out there he is an absolute machine, touching wood, as I say that, when it comes to being durable and yeah. being available all the time. Like if we, and you're right, he would be saying, yeah, I'll play. I'll play whatever minute of foot you want yeah. me to play. I remember he came on at Lask in the Austria away game and he almost looked like, oh, go on then. And he just yeah. ran the show between me. <laughs> yeah. and said, I really need to do this. Like, oh, go on. It was, it was men against boys stuff and that's no disrespect to Lask, but he looked levels above. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure he'd do the same to him and I, if he does indeed start the game. Um, I want to speak about the Europa League more generally and Liverpool's sort of situation in it, I guess, as well, because I'll stick with you, Scott. Liverpool, we've said it from pretty much day one in the Europa League, Liverpool will be desperate to go a long way in it, of course, and mm. potentially win it if we can. We spoke off air about the final being in Dublin and all that good stuff as well. But to do that, Liverpool will be desperate to avoid any sort of mistakes, any slip-ups, mm. any mishaps. And sort of the first, I suppose, staging post in that is finishing top of the group. Yeah. Because if you don't, you have a playoff with a team that comes out of the Champions yeah. League, which could be, I mean, I've just wrote two down here for argument's sake now, there's obviously loads more, but Sevilla are currently third in the European yeah. League group. Obviously. No thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> thank you. And also Manchester United, and as much as we laugh at them for being a little bit crap, you don't want that game. Yeah. You? You've got no interest in that game. So yeah, yeah, we need to qualify top is the point. Yeah, de- listen, I wouldn't mind playing any of them in a, in a semi-final, but playing it is it it's like a last 16 game or something like that isn't it where you come out it's just an extra two games you don't need we need to box the box the group off as, as quick as possible um but i think us being so like sort of sniding our nose up at the europa league shows how far we've come as a club because i think we all remember watching liverpool in the royal sundays yeah. um so the fact that we're sat here in the europa league thinking we are now a champions league club shows mm. how far we've come as a club and and how sort of grateful we've got as fans a little bit um but it's not a bad position to be in um i'd still just in, in the in the broader scheme of the league i'd still have us on for top four this this year so listen finals in dublin let's go and have let's go and have a bit of fun with it let's uh let's box off the group early and and yeah i don't think any any fan's gonna complain if, if we're in that final in dublin in in may or whatever it is so no you will not yeah. be thinking about the Champions league on that night mate. no ryan reynolds here from mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you're right though, and and Scott to the point is also right on because we were a little bit older than Scott. You might have noticed on camera, um, <laughs> but we remember even before Hodgson days, yeah. like I'd a bit your hand off for some Europa League runs or UEFA Cup runs as it was back then. Obviously, we had good times as well. Of course, we did. You know what I mean? But there are stages during my life supporting Liverpool whereby we haven't been in European competition all the time. It hasn't been a given, certainly not the Champions League. So mm. we are where we are now. We are where we are because of last season. We've got to embrace it, and part of that is going about our job as professionally as possible and tomorrow night is another example of that definitely and let's not forget some of our best nights under Klopp have been in the Europa League you know it's once you get in them latter stages you know you can forget about the groups you can forget about the the last 16 all this stuff you can forget about you know at the end of the day it's another trophy and it's a trophy Klopp hasn't won so there's a lot of hunger there from him and I also believe the players maybe you know they'll have that extra bit of hunger as well because it is something they haven't won as well and you know a little trip to Dublin I think we all want that, don't we? Let's be honest. Yeah, give me that over Wembley <laughs> any day of the week. Give me that over most cities in Europe over any yeah. day of the week, to be honest. Um, do want to touch on Toulouse. Now, I won't ask for your, I'm sure, in-depth knowledge of how yeah. Toulouse are getting on this season, of course. <laughs> but I did speak to um, French journalists who very kindly helped me out, Bastien Cheval. So shout out to you, Bastien. I spoke to him before about a few different issues, but he really boxed me off on this one. Um, I did do a little bit of my own research before speaking to him. And like I said earlier, they drew 1-1 at the weekend in Liga. They're currently 10th in Liga um, they beat last one they'll drew 1-1 with Union in the Europa League so far um, so yeah that's that covered and Bastian told me oh, some pronunciations here hang on <laughs> Zakaria Abukal Abu is their most skilled player but he's currently out injured he did his ACL recently he's mm-hmm. had a big injury he's out for a long time and Gilliam Vestes is big and he's very good he is you're this one for you Scott I know we have to speak to you about something 18 years old their starting goalkeeper and he starts for Thierry Henry's France under-21 team. Like, as occasions go and nights go, if you're an 18-year-old keeper coming to Anfield in the Europa League, like, that's massive. And it's also a little bit <laughs> nerve-wracking. Will he be? Will Liverpool be looking to test him? 18 coming to Anfield and playing in goal. I think, for me, obviously, I've spent my whole life as a goalkeeper. On a big occasion like that, um, I've played for Wales a few times, played, played against some big countries. It all depends on the first action. If, even if it's just down to a simple pass, it can just give you that little bit of confidence. So if, he, if, if we test him early, he goes and makes a worldy save. I guarantee he's going to have an absolute worldy of a night tomorrow. <laughs> if that first action's then a mistake or a pass which he might, which he might put out of play or something, because the occasion might get to him, yeah. Um, then yeah, it, it, we, we could be in for, a, for an interesting night there. Um, but yeah, just as a goalkeeper, yeah, it all depends on that first action, that first touch of the ball. Because sometimes you might, not, you might not get that ball for... 10, 20 minutes mm. you might not see it bearing in mind that it's probably not going to happen tomorrow it's probably going to happen pretty early on but yeah, yeah it all depends on, on, on what you do first yeah mate I mean you know I don't wish him any sort of ill in his mm. footballing career but tomorrow night obviously I'd like to see your score two or three yeah. pass him at least but on that note <clears> getting <throat> your start getting your score predictions in so we'll be asking the lads in a moment um, and also you two start thinking about your team predictions too but um, Samuel Cross has returned and he has said uh, how many more impressive European displays or impact appearances off the bench in the Prem does mm-hmm. Harvey have to have before he's considered in our best midfield three now I'll get both your opinions on that but for me it's a really interesting question and I get it because I think Harvey Elliott's been outstanding whenever he's been called upon this season but the problem is is the pecking order is now so impressive because obviously last season we've seen a lot of Harvey Elliott certainly in the early stages of the season but 
the, the early signs were there of Henderson in particular and Fabinho a little bit as well not being up to speed anymore mm-hmm. yeah. but now you've got Sabos like Gravenberg, McAllister all vying Curtis Jones when he's available all vying for two spaces essentially it's really really difficult now Harvey Elliott is doing the exact right thing in terms of making an impact and being brilliant when he comes on but Dom I'll ask you first like how does he get into this side it feels really difficult and it shouldn't be because he's brilliant but it's great that we've got this competition with places. Curtis Jones was speaking about the healthy competition a minute ago, but it just feels like Harvey Elliott, albeit playing really well, is a long way away from starting a Premier League game right now. He is, and I think the arrival of Sobisla as well, that won't help that. Um, as much as he's, obviously, we want both. Um, Sobisla is on the right-hand side of the midfield, so the midfield three, sorry. So are we saying that he should replace him? Because for me, Sobisla is one of the first names on a sheet. Mm-hmm. So I think we're far, we're far off... Elliot starting games consistently. However, he's a perfect option to have impact off the bench, as he has all season. By the way, mm. I'd say what ninety nine percent of his games that he's actually he's actually come off the bench. He's actually helped us, yeah. and you know he's changed the game for us at times. So, you know, he's doing the right things, mm. but. Let's be honest, he's not going to start every game. It's brutal, isn't it? Because Dom's mm. right. Like he, he's been, I think he's been genuinely outstanding for yeah. every time he's come on. It's almost if he sits there and he watches the game unfold and he, mm. he works out how he can best have an impact. He comes yeah. on with loads of energy, he gets around and the opposition tiring might sort of play into his hands a little bit. But yeah. it does feel like he would have to do something absolutely out of this world to even get a look in because of mm, Sobers yeah. line, because mm. of Gravenberg and because of Curtis Jones a little bit. Like Harvey Elliott is, what, fifth, maybe even sixth in the sort of midfield pecking order, yeah. but he's also brilliant. Yeah, for me, he came on. Him him and Nunes changed the game a little bit on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Elliott was absolutely brilliant when he came on. And I don't think McAllister's hit the heights. So if there's a little change up in maybe the system of the midfield, you probably could fit him in there. Um, but I think McAllister's... He was obviously brilliant for Argentina. He was brilliant for Brighton, but mm. I don't think we've we've seen the best of him yet. So I think is no one's no one's too big to be dropped out the team. Um, so I think maybe his spot is up for grabs if Klopp did want to change it round a little bit. Mm. Um, but if Elliot keeps coming on and put, putting little cameos on, you can't avoid starting him. You yeah. can't. You, you just you can't avoid it. Every time he got the ball on Saturday, I was I was up off my feet. Like I was up up, up off my seat. Sorry, um, just waiting to see what he was going to do with the ball. I think that he. he did a bit of a worldy strike. Pickford made a brilliant save off yeah. it, um, and yeah, just that little bit, little bit of a spark he he, he gives us mm. on Saturday. So if he keeps doing what he's doing, Klopp, Klopp, he's got to, he'll force his way into the team for me. Klopp, Klopp's seriously got to consider how he goes about that that midfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and is it like I say, he's doing all the right things. Just got to carry on doing that, and it might yeah. get frustrating for him at times a little bit because you might just think at some point like, what we've got to do to start yeah. the game? Maybe banging down Klopp's door. I'm certain of it to get a look in, but. The competition's there anymore. The competition's there. Um, the McAllister one, somebody else, Sam Cross comes back actually to mention the McAllister stuff. And it's interesting. Obviously, I <clears> said post match Everton and stand by, I actually think we've seen our best midfield three on the pitch in the weekend. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think in terms yeah. of technically, in terms yeah. of what they offer, I mean, that balance. is our best three, the most balanced. But McAllister is just the most disciplined of them. He's playing in a role unfamiliar role mm. and a volley club doesn't want to be in either so we're yeah. not going to see the best of him I still think we need a proper six 
I don't think it's Endo. Um, I think it might be Andre, to be honest with you, in January. But that's a different show altogether. <laughs> um, we're not talking transfers here. We are talking about Liverpool against Toulouse. And there was another note I wanted to mention. And Bastien Cheval, journalist French, told me that Damien Camoli is the chief executive. Do you remember him? Oh, really? Toulouse, yeah. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Interesting, that, yeah. That's Former a Liverpool, back. yeah. I was a throwback. <laughs> when I can't believe it. He's, he's, the data-driven approach has helped Toulouse, apparently. But yeah, interesting side note. Outside of that, team lineups. Um, I'll come to you first, Dom. I'd like to see Kelleher start. Yeah. Um, obviously, he would have played the last one due to injury. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, I'd like to see Gomez at right back. Okay. For me, Gomez needs minutes, yep. and I also believe that, you know, he's the best cover we've got right now for Trent. And Trent, we can't keep pushing him. We can't punish him every week by playing him in every single game because you know he needs resting as well. Um, Matip hasn't played many games. Mm-hmm. It's it's a toss up between him and Kanate for me. Okay. Like Kanate should should get more minutes. He needs more minutes. However, Matip also does. Yeah. Um, Kwanzaa definitely centre half. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned, he played forty five minutes. Yeah. That sort of tees him up. Um, I would like to see Chambers. But I believe it'll be Timakas okay. just for that bit of experience, show the game up, and then yeah. we bring Chambers on. Um, Endo has to start. I don't think that's a you know anyone would be surprised with that. Um, Jones obviously yeah. has been suspended. He needs yeah. game time. Elliot, depending on if he wants to give more match minutes to Gavin Murch, okay. but I'd like to see Elliot start yeah. through the middle personally. But we'll see. Um, and then obviously it's going to be Salah. <laughs> it is going to be whether we like it or not. He's going to play him, isn't he? He wants he wants games. He wants goals. Um, and then I'd pro- probably play Gakpo and Nunes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'll come to you, Scott. Same changes. <laughs> Literally hitting the nail on the head with every really, single yeah. every single one there. The only the only thing I possibly consider again playing at Anfield. Maybe putting Elliot playing at Elliot and Jones and as as a two there, and maybe playing Gravenberch a little bit deeper. Um, okay. I think Gravenberch just just needs more minutes. Mm-hmm. Endo, let's face it, he's not going to break into that starting eleven in the Prem this year. Um, so I think we need to to work towards Gravenberch getting up to absolute full match tempo. Because as as brilliant as he was on Saturday, I still think he's probably only playing at about 80 percent there. So yeah. we can get him get him up get him up to one hundred percent. Get him and Shobashai playing. Get McAllister to what he can do. That that's a hell of a midfield then. Um, and I think games like this games like this are the perfect perfect time to, to get them minutes in and Gravenberch should be able to just experiment a little bit do things that maybe he wouldn't have been able to do on Saturday where there would have been a bit more risk to it so mm-hmm. that's um, yeah that's the only sort of change I'd make but apart from that you pretty much hit the nail on the head with it okay interesting I'm I'm relatively surprised actually about that to be honest with you I just Jones, Jones probably captains that side then yeah I'm mm-hmm. thinking yeah okay yeah. Jones probably captain that side Jones is a, is a shoe in to start for me yeah, I mean, that's a no brainer um yeah, I don't know. I, hmm. Who are you thinking? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, the attack surprised me. To be fair, I think he might go Diaz. Do you? I think he might go Diaz mm-hmm. over Nunes. Yeah, I do. To be honest with you, I'd yeah, protect him at every cost. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm only going off the, the graphic that yeah. Liverpool social media put out when he was on it, and that tends mm. to mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to start yeah. the game, but outside yeah. of that, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm being misled by that. It's a difficult one. I get a lot of the points there. I'd be very tempted to go Elliot right wing instead of Salah, like I mentioned yeah. earlier. Really tempted to do that. And to the point, getting Gravenberch in to start, because I agree, I think he does need another hour under his belt if mm. we can get it. Um, the Quanta stuff is interesting. I would definitely start Quanta. I would be tempted to go Quanta on the other side, play the right hand side, because I actually think he might be a sort of Joel Matip successor in yeah. the long term. I don't think... He, mm. he, Not a Van Dijk. No. 
I do see it. Yeah. I watched him again. I watched him at the academy on Sunday, and he just looked very Joel Matibesque the way he carried mm. the ball out and stuff He's like that. As well, yeah, I, li- I like that about yeah. him. So he feels like that fit to me. So I'd like to see that, and possibly with Gomez alongside him in the left back, in the left side of one another. Mm. Um, and I would go Chambers over Timakas um, personally. I just think we need to protect Tim Akas. I yeah. take the point about minutes, yeah. but yeah. I don't want to live in a world whereby Tim Akas does a calf yeah. or a hamstring or something else before but then the, you bring uh, Gomez in, don't you? Yeah. yeah well, then I'm do not, we ever want to live in a world I'm where Tim Akas is only ever at 75%? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the I get that's it, though. I get it. it. Look, that's why it's, it's that interesting yeah. conversation around the Europa League games in particular. Certainly when there's a couple of injuries or a couple of things hampering what you'd yeah, like to yeah, do yeah. in yeah. an ideal yeah. world, it makes it, it, makes it complicated. Um, just pop into the comments again. Um, I, Lanatic, one of our members here on YouTube, says, Harvey started against Brighton. Yeah, and that surprised the life out of me, by yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. Got Endo and Gravenberch on the bench, I think I'm right in saying he was my third choice pick for that game it didn't feel like he was going to come but he did um, and he didn't really didn't really impress from the start I think it's fair no, to say and it kind of feels like the more minutes Gravenberg gets at that time he never so the more minutes yeah. he gets he's more of a shoe in for yeah. me yeah absolutely yeah um, oh Mr James Forto says his daughter's first game tomorrow she's buzzing for it oh that's boss I hope you both have a wonderful time um, score prediction time we had one a moment ago while I find that Scott I'll come to you first I think three nil, maybe maybe three one. There might be might be a goal in there somewhere for them, but yeah, I think it'll be a pretty pretty comfortable game. Um, yeah, especially at Anfield, I don't think it'll be too much too much of a test. No. I hope I don't eat my words, but yeah, <laughs> I think I think we'll be all right. Any goal scorers? Oh, Salah. Okay, Salah. Yeah, okay. Go. On. I'm gonna go three or four nil. Mm. I fancy Gakpo. Okay. Yeah, get back on the sheet. It was Polo Haxi earlier on. It says 3 0 Gravenberg, Jota, and Gakpo. Very I'm precise. All about that. I'm all about that precision, <laughs> I must admit. Um, last couple of comments now. We've got Rob Davis saying 4 0. One of our members as well saying 4 0. Easy night forwards. Island Attic returns with 6 0 and a winky face. Wow. Uh, GS says 3 1 FC is coming back. Yeah, probably. Uh, Sam Whitwell says Endo. So he's Jones, Elliot, and Endo midfield, but a strong bench. Yeah, I think that's the one you two both went yeah, with. Yeah, but I, I just swapped yeah, Gravenberch for Endo, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, Sam says three ones a safe bet. Yeah, happy days. Mm-hmm. Um, last couple of comments, make sure I haven't missed anything. Oh, Moore is feeling an Elliot goal. I like that too. Um, he was close enough on the weekend. I will go 3 0 and Cody Gappo to score as well. Yeah, Sal. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much, lads, for joining me. Until next time, up the reds and take it easy. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50-80% to less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 